Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Providence Calendar with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 615 for Comics Original releasing February the 16th and February the 17th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, what all we got in the world of comics and all the other things going on? Well, we wanted to um, take a chance to, hopefully you caught up with our two bonus episodes this week that thanks to the patrons and our friend Jason uh, in Hawaii, we were able to provide not only a creator interview, uh, Chad Harden and Gemma Young, who are doing uh, a book called Temerity uh, as a Kickstarter and a Indiegogo comic, which sounds pretty darn cool. And he did a nice hour-long interview with them. If you like creator interviews, please check that out in the feed. But also we did some uh, mini reviews jason and i uh, did some um we might be doing getting some from kyle in the future we might be doing some combo reviews in the future all thanks to uh patrons these have all been early access uh for our patrons and have just made it into the feed uh yesterday i think um maybe the day before i can't remember but it's going to be stuff like that we're going to continue to do uh, as as long as the the patrons uh, continue to support us. And another thing we're we're planning on doing is giving away some slabs. Um, and and these are uh, these um, graded comics are coming courtesy of Adam Pastory. Adam is a, a patron of ours who wanted to donate a couple of slabs for a contest. So if you become a patron at any level uh patreon.com slash comics for fun and profit check the link in our show notes and uh you will have the chance to win one of these these are all 9.8s by the way dark tower gunslinger born from 2007 number one the a cover batman 98 b the matina punchline cover uh powers of x number two cover a Red Sonia, Age of Chaos, number one, the Chew variant. Wonder Woman, uh, number 761B, the Middleton cover. House of X, number five, the Flower variant. Catwoman, number 17B, the Acetate variant. Uh, Basket Full of Heads, number 1B, the Middleton cover. And Star, number 1A, by JSC. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different slab comics. You, you, if if you if you win, you get to choose. If you are in the U.S., you'll get those shipped to you for free. If you are overseas, one of our overseas patrons, uh, then uh, you you'll pay the international shipping. Sorry. So uh, that's uh, we hope that uh, you go to our patron our patreon page and um choose a tier of your choosing and then that enters you into the contest and if you're if you are selected we will uh, reach out to you and then announce it on a future episode so exciting stuff so i'll put all these to if if you didn't write all those down (laughs) i will put all those in it's in a standalone tweet and facebook post and patreon post so that they're out there um, and we'll, well, but we'll put post reminders from time to time, um, on which what's available still hasn't been claimed yet as a, as a prize winner. Um, so we're excited about that, uh, that contest. 
We thank Adam for his generosity, and we look forward to hearing for some new some new patrons to join um, because we're already getting the benefits of that with all the new stuff, new content that's coming out. So thank you for that. And now let's get on to what we wanted to do is touch on image books that are coming out in previews. There's, this is the February previews and these books will be coming out in April. So uh, this will be kind of our previews order uh, for image. We've already done DC and Marvel. Um, and uh, that order is coming up in a couple of weeks. So for a lot of you, you're probably due on the 18th if you don't go through Deep Discount like we do. Deep Discount gives us to, what, the 25th? Yeah, it's, yeah, giving us a little bit extra time on that. So we got a little bit extra time. Um, so we can still take a look at some of these um, solicits. And right off the bat, I'm looking at Geiger. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, which, which is Jeff John's creator-owned book with Gary Frank on art. I hope this thing is already done. I hope this thing, it, like every issue, is in the can and just waiting to roll it out because otherwise I, I just get a feeling there's going to be delays, delays, delays. Um, but what's this, what's this even about? Does it even matter? I guess it doesn't really matter. Um he says, who are the scavengers of a dying earth? Geiger is set in the years since a nuclear war ravaged the planet. Desperate outlaws battle for survival in a world of radioactive chaos. Our past, the poisoned wasteland lives out, out past the poison wasteland lives a man. Even the night crawlers and organ people fear. Some name him Joe Glow. Others call him the meltdown man, but his name is Geiger. Um, Post-apocalyptic sure. check, Jeff Johns. But this sounds like sure. it might almost. It, I mean, it's kind of. Ma I mean, you were saying you don't want superhero things from Image. This could be a kind of almost a superhero book. Uh, Maybe. Uh, yeah, you might be right. And it's it. it this is great team. Great team. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'll take it. I'm I'm gonna read it, and uh, I just. I hope I hope they have like six issues at least. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we have an Eric Larson cover B. We have Jason Fabok on cover C. We have a nice blank variant, which I imagine won't be white. And then cover A has a glow in the dark, um, for the same as the cover A. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, we also have uh, a new Old Guard run. Um, did you watch the Netflix movie? Yeah, I got a lot of really good Highlander vibes from it. I thought it was really well done. It, it's weird because like, I'm not sure why Old Guard isn't bigger than it is. I thought it was a really good movie, a really good comic. Uh, so I figured the comic would just absolutely blow up, but it just kind of... Wasn't I mean it was a, a big deal for just a small amount of time. So I'm still yeah, it was really about that. It was really it was a real quick blip, right? Yeah, exactly. And it was going, man. You know, COVID. Who knows yeah. what was going on at <laughs> yeah, the time, no right? Was it? Yeah. Did it come out like right around when pandemic was going crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just got lost in the shuffle. And one thing with his old guard, we have cover C of old guard. There is a battlefield variant. I think that's a really cool idea and a really neat book. And I love how the cover A for this new uh, Tales Through Time is a very similar to the 
cover A of issue one of Standard Old Guard. What's the battlefield variant? What's the deal there? It's just a. It looks like there's a oh, like the middle of a war going on. So oh, that okay. cover is just in the midst of that battle. So that, that's pretty cool. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Oh, we got some deadly class returning. So issue forty five's out. Excited about that. Um, they're holding on to the Sinkevich cover for Department of Truth A, eight on the B. Um, I'll be trying to find as quickly as possible what that actually looks like because Department of Truth has had some just horrifically crazy covers. So curious to see what Sinkevich are for that. Oh, really? Have they? I haven't noticed. Yeah, there's been some that have been like, whoa, that's crazy. Helm Grey Castle number one is a four issue miniseries by Henry Barajas with art by Ramit Hundako. And it's a Latinx fantasy. With the last dragon prince has been abducted, kept prisoner by an unknown threat, Aztec Mexica. So that's an interesting angle. Yeah. Very fantasy oriented. Yeah. It has three covers. I think that's a David Latham cover. Is that right? Is that the Larry Latham? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing a cover. That's cool. Uh, home number one. Uh, it's by Julie, Julio Anta with art by Anna Wisinski and a cover by Lisa Sturl. When a young boy is torn away from his mother while seeking asylum at the U.S. border, something begins to change him, and it isn't just the trauma, anxiety, and guilt you'd expect. He doesn't know it yet, but it's the onset of superhuman abilities that will change his life forever. So yeah, Kyle, I think you might have called it. They're just rolling out a ton of superheroes type stuff. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting one. Jules Verne, Lighthouse number one. Very neat painted cover here by uh, Gerard Van Dyke on that one and Brian Haberlin. At the edge of the galaxy, there's a giant supercomputer known as the Lighthouse, the only brain powerful enough to navigate ships through a Sargasso? I've never seen that word other than here. Stop using giant words for solicitude, people. Of naturally occurring wormholes, potentially cutting months or even years off of a spaceship's journey. Three humans, one alien, and a nanny bot have manned the remote station for years in relative peace until the arrival of Captain Congray and his band of cutthroat pirates threatening the future of civilization and reveals that each of the lighthouse crew have been hiding a shocking secret. Yes like it i started it and i'm like okay this like in the solicit i changed my mind twice on whether i like this book so <laughs> he flip-flopped yeah well well i'm all all in for silver coin number one it's a five issue miniseries it's an it's a horror anthology uh michael walsh is the artist on all five and he's ro and they're rotating in different uh writers the first writer is chip zadarsky okay then we get Kelly Thompson, Ed Brisson, Jeff Lemire, 
I don't know who the fifth one is. Maybe he's doing a. Maybe he does the fifth with himself. There you go. It's only, it's only four. But anyway, that's pretty exciting. Um, it's good. Each issue is going to tell a terror, a tell, a tale of terror in a shared supernatural world. Um, the story starts in 1978 with a failing rock band whose fortune suddenly changes when they find the mysterious silver coin. Um, I, I love supernatural rock band stories. I've read like three or four. <laughs> I swear to God. That's many as you've heard of before now. There's been three or four of them that I have read in the last couple of years. And, you know, it's like a possessed guitar and as, as how they got their fame or sold their soul for to get the the the, the fame and fortune or uh, there was another one where he, he had he had to kill people to keep the the band's uh hits coming um been some fun crazy riffs on that same trope so i like crazy it. riffs i see what you did there <laughs> yeah i'm awesome like that um, so yeah, and Chip Zdarsky taking us, us a whack at the first one. I'm excited about that. So this looks pretty good. Looks cool. Um, guaranteed to be uneven, but uh, still cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, like all like all anthologies. Yes, you're right about that. We also have something called Summoners War Legacy. Justin Dor- Jordan, my boy from. Um, uh, Shoot. What was the bloody thing that we liked that Justin Jordan did? Yeah, as soon as you said that, I, I completely yeah. blanked on that. He also did Luther Strode, and he's done Reaver, and um, did the one we really liked, and I can't think of it. Um, off the top of my head, people are screaming at their Savage, not Savage. What the heck is that? Yeah, we liked it, though. Um, and this is He's doing the writing, and we've got Luca Claretti and Giovanni Nero on art. Um, it's a mobile game thing. Summoner's War is a, it's a mobile game. So it's based on that. Which makes me less excited, but whatever. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. The 13th issue of Walking Dead Deluxe is out with three beautiful covers. Well, two that I can see and a third that I can't. Because it's not done yet. To be continued. Mm-hmm. Spread. That's the book by Justin Jordan that I really yeah. liked. Yep, yep. There you go. That was a great run. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how it ended. I'm sure it was bloody. Yeah. With teeth and bones. <laughs> Now we're now we're getting into a lot of trades, a lot of collections. Um, yeah, sex criminals with three big hard sex criminals hard covers. <laughs> yeah. Looks like they're rolling out um, Elephant Man trade paperbacks again. Six of them, that's cool. And then uh, some of the other other Elephant Man re- trades and hard covers. I'm glad that it get, that's still in print. Got the fourth issue of Haha, uh, which I reviewed earlier this week. Um, not the fourth, but the first. 
I'm not sure what kind of cloud clown this is um, based on, but some cl some clown in the genre will be fo the focus of this one. This is weird. Um, Resolicited in this image previews, according to what we're seeing here, is Negan Lives number one, the second printing uh, available again. The hardcover, four ninety nine. So I'm assuming floppy. Oh, oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. The second print from that, six months ago. <laughs> that is weird, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. So we find those in a box somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Scrolling through these, I see uh, the trade paperbacks for Sheltered. I uh, very much loved that. Ed Brisson. So just a, a reminder of that as I see him. Uh, that was a great series. I loved that. It was only three trades, so it was only like 18 issues. Yep, it was very well done, super well collected, no real filler in it, just a good story and out. Uh, we've talked about Spawn as it does this four-part chain gang series with Spawn, She-Spawn, Reaper, Gunslinger, and Redeemer. So we got a dope cover A but with uh, by Bjorn Berendes for number 317, and of course we're not given the art for the McFarlane cover B or the Barbie Airy cover C. And we do not have a McFarlane, or we do not have a, uh, uh, who else was doing the covers there that I just completely blanked on? Oh, so. Capullo, Capullo. Capullo, yeah, oh, we, I was going to say, yeah. we don't have any Capullos on this, just the McFarlane yeah. B, but they're not showing us yes. yet. And then we've got um, re-issue of the Walking Dead Alien hardcover. Uh, that we said, that they said would never ever be in print. Ta-da! <laughs> and then uh, Walking Dead 12, uh, the Walking Dead Deluxe 12 is down to two covers, A and B. No, there's and a third, it, I just didn't show it. There is a third? I thought there was. And, and then the Walking Dead Here's Negan hardcover is being offered. So that's what I, when you said Negan Lives... I was thinking, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of gotcha. this hardcover. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so... Walking... Walking Dead 11, there's three covers, but Walking Dead 12 only has gotcha. two. Gotcha, yeah. And we think that's going to be this, that way until it gets to 19. Where it might sprout a couple of extra that, covers. Yeah, with 19, I'm, I'm still guessing minimum five or six. Yes. Yes. So there's plenty of cool stuff uh, to pre-order from Image. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, let's head on over to the Hot 10. Yeah. From the things from the future to the things that are currently selling well... We were off to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com to look at their Hot 10, their new Hot Off the Presses Hot 10 for February 12th, 2021. They do a great job scouring the internet for uh, some of the awesome uh, items that sell on the secondary market to tell you what's heating up and what the biggest trends are. And let's start with number one, Silver Surfer number three. More insane sales figures, a 5.5 for $900. 
6.0 for $1,100, 7.5 for $1,600, 9.0 for $3,700, nearly three times the, pi the prior all-time high. That's just this week. For those wanting to drop big money on this, remember, heroes are better than villains. That's the uh, first Mephisto? Yes, and that's all coming out of WandaVision and speculation. Yeah, because we, we haven't got any confirmation of any of that. But okay. Correct. Crazy. At rank two, we have Taskmaster, uh, number three, the Shane Davis 1 and 25 that just came out. Looks like this one was under the radar as it has quickly jumped up to between $60 and $75. And there's currently only one copy available on eBay. First appearance of this guy whose name I'll never be able to say. Taijuki. Taijuki. At rank three, we have Avengers 186. How exactly do you say Kuthon? The Cheaton or whatnot. Anyways, it looks like Matt Forge from Pressable Defects threw it out there as the possible villain on WandaVision. And this 10 or $15 book is now a 40 or $60 book. I guess we will see if it plays out the way some think. Hmm. At rank four, we have Cover, number one by Brian Michael Bendis and David Mack. Optioned by HBO and Cover A of cover one for cover one went from four dollars to 20 to 25 i will say that i do have faith that hbo will make a good show has anybody actually read this book is it really any good i have I and remember. it is oh, yeah it's, it's a it's about um it's like kind of self-referential of uh bendis as a comic creator going to shows but working undercover as a CIA agent mm. but I think isn't this going to be like an animated show I am unaware I was thinking it was going to be animated and I don't know if that's going to have the heat that like a actual show would like like a WandaVision would um, but we'll see we'll see it was good I probably got the number one stash somewhere um, was I think it was only like six issues. It came out. It was it was like one of those five or six uh, mini series that Mavendis brought with him from Marvel to DC when he came over. Huh. Okay. At rank five, we have Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Number one, our good boy Wolf Warner put a pin in this from day one and said, I guarantee it. <laughs> and sure enough, it's paying off. 9.8s are up from 275 to over 350 this week after the voice cast was announced this week for the animated show coming next year. Having Morpheus as the Beyonder is definitely a good thing. This will probably be a super fun show. At rank yeah. six, Uncanny X Men 266. This is our first gambit. 9.8s are now 750 to 775 up from just 600 bucks a month ago. And this is for direct edition. Newsstand, newsstand 9.8s seem extra difficult to find in this book. This really shouldn't be an, any surprise with the massive rise of all things in the 90s. And there isn't anything more late 90s and early, or late 80s and early 90s than Gambit's David Lee Roth outfit. 
At rank 7, we have Something is Killing the Children Number 1 from James Denny and the Fourth. The series just keeps going up in value, and 9.8s are now approaching $500. This was a $50 9.8 pre-COVID book. That's a meta meteoric rise from an indie title only on issue 14. Is it too high, too fast, or is this going to be what it will cost for good? Will this be like Saga Number 1? Uh, what do you think? Yes. You're a Tinian supporter. I am. I am. Yeah. It, it's good. Well, did you, you have like a stack of these, right? I have a couple of these, yes. Yes. Why Why are they not 9 eighths yet? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, X-Force number one, polybagged with the Deadpool card. I'm not even going to try and explain how this is happening, but yes, I'm not stupid. I know I just only have so much space here. The fact that this book is selling for between 30 and 40 is so far out of the realm of understanding. It's crazy. Why is it? Why is it? I don't know. He knows the reason, but I don't I don't know the reason, so I haven't been paying attention. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of these just because I picked them up in the quarter sale. Still in the bag. <laughs> With the card? Yeah, they're still in the bag. I assume the card's in there. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 257. While not new speculation, the price of this book is just now beginning to rise. Up from a tender $15 raw book to 25 to 30 raw, the first appearance of Ned Leaves as Hodgoblin still seems like a stretch for Spider-Man 3, especially with them just trying to explain how Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in this friggin' movie. If that even happens. And at rank 10, we have Batman number 96, the Jorge Jimenez 1 in 25 variant. Is Clown Hunter Red X? Probably not, but I don't think that the issue, that's the issue this week. Anyways, people decided to pay a premium this week as this one rose in price from around 50 to 60 to 80 to 100. I've seen worse speculation. I mean, just look at number 8, which was our X-Force. <laughs> all right and some of our honorable mentions we have star wars the clone wars sith hunters very similar to several other digest sized star wars books like the supremely popular defenders of the lost temple this first appearance of tatsu and mother Towson is gaining steam it is now a hundred dollar raw book uh thanks to our own ben c for this info a couple weeks ago so again, these darn magazine styles, but anything Star Wars is just going it's, to Is that nuts, right? That's just nuts. Yeah. And like, I didn't think anybody really cared about Tatsu or Mother Talzin, but I guess they do. I guess they not. do. Yeah. And we have from the deep, deep, deep down in the old schools, the famous funnies number 212. If not my favorite, it's definitely in the top five. Uh, Frazetta covers for Frank Frazetta. Uh, amazingly, two copies sold this week. A 5.5 on Heritage for 3300 and a 7.5 for 4500 on eBay. Uh, for comparison's sake, a 5.0 sold in September for 2000 and a 6.0 a 6.0 sold one day before COVID for 886 That's crazy. So is the peak pre-COVID, post-COVID thing... What's 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 the deal? Is it people are 
trapped in their homes and working on their collections or yeah. they're like uh we we could all die tomorrow i gotta get that famous funnies 212 before i die and, and there, there was a you know during covid there was a time where you couldn't get new books so a lot of people were just grabbing old books it's great i mean great it's fantastic we we love people investing in comics go crazy yeah. go nuts but is it short-lived or is it here to stay? Oh, there's a bur- there's a bubble to be bursted. We Eek. know this. Eek. Well, um, now we see what got hot. Now you've got the chance to uh, buy the hot stuff for cost. They're close to it. God, so let's go over to our friends at Deep Discount and look at the FOC. Yeah, we've already done our DC items previous week because of the holiday. So this is just other publishers on our FOC oh, yes. uh, for the 15th. So don't forget these will all be due on Monday. For any FOC items, of course, FOC is our final order cutoff or our last chance to add a few books we may have missed in our previews uh, previews phase and don't want to chase on the open market. Uh, a few things that our good friend Eric at Cowabunga or Deep Discount has uh, pointed out to us just so we don't forget. Things like God of War, Fallen God, number one, from Dark Horse. We also have Carmen, number one, from Image Comics. Uh, the cover B on that one, he's pointing out. Of course, from Marvel, we have the Amazing Spider-Man 55, third print. The blue webbing Gleason variant. Could be yours for only $2.99. Uh, Children of the Atom, number one, again from Marvel, the R.B. Silva variant on that one there are on that one it's a very interesting cover there we could pick up star wars number 12 the christopher action figure variant which is our boy luke skywalker in the imperial stormtrooper outfit um so that's pretty cool there is wolverine black and white and black white and blood number four available as well uh from Boom Studios, it's Proctor Valley Road number one. He's pulling out for us a Alex Child and Grant Morrison book. And then he's reaching all the way back to a source, a source Point Press book, Cult of Dracula, number one of a six-issue series. He loves that cover B. I thought, we, I thought we talked about a Cult of Dracula last week. We did. That's what I'm curious about as well. Oh, sounds pretty interesting. Now, this... Um, Imperial Stormtrooper Luke Skywalker I I had forgotten that this was an action figure mm-hmm. um, this was what he this was the from the um, trash compactor scene you're a little bit short for a Stormtrooper don't you think yeah yeah okay yeah yeah alright I, yeah I'd forgotten that they made a, an action figure of that I don't Sorry. think I had that one as a kid Mm-mm. Just put the helmet on, and it's just like any other stormtrooper. But let's not take our boy Eric's word for these things. Let's dig through the FOC for ourselves and see if we can find anything. Let's start in Dark Horse. Uh, Let's see who's doing the um, the Black Hammer uh, kind of all star writing. Jeff Johns, nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so we just we got Pat and Oswalt. Pat and Oswalt got to go first over Jeff Johns. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. That's suspicious. 
Yeah, okay. Drew, I come to you for all things Resident Alien. Um, you have watched a trifecta of the sci-fi yep. series. What yep. do you think of your beloved... Uh, um, I love it. Yeah, Resident Alien in yes. on the small screen. They're doing really well. Um, it's it it's it's captured the kind of dry humor of the series and kind of amped it up. So it's much funnier. It's much funnier mm-hmm. than the than the comic was. Um, you know, we're just getting started, so you know, there's a lot to 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 roll out here, and I'm so far. You know, I'm like six volumes into this, so I already know what happens to like yeah. all these people. Um, so I, it, it's it's gonna take a while to get where it needs to get to really be cooking on all cylinders. But yeah, th- this is really fun. It's really fun, and they did a good job of of kind of capturing the the spirit and the sensibility. And um, I had kind of forgotten in the back of my head. That he started off as a, a like a really bad evil alien. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had forgotten. That's the two that. things from from a person who's not real familiar with Resident Alien. The two things are Alan Tudyk does an amazing job on it, and boy, so far I'm not necessarily rooting for him because he's awful in the first couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he um, and, and and I will spoiler, but he he does get better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, because we've talked about subsequent volumes and stuff, and it's just like, oh, Resident Alien, how quirky and cool and neat. And that's kind of what I had in my head. And then I'm watching the first one. I'm like, he just killed a guy. Yeah, it was, it's just it's like, like I think I described it as like a a murder she wrote type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. where it was like, you know, it, it was a mystery. Yes, maybe some people died, but it was all friendly and happy and cozy mystery-esque and uh mm-hmm. but yeah it didn't start out that way <laughs> true lives of the fabulous killjoys uh ends on its sixth issue there so it wraps up the gerard way book and then we're down into idw where drew we've said it every single week uh tmnt ongoing boy these 10 copy incentives always spike just fyi yeah do you have a cover you can see on that one? Not on the 10 copy. Um, but we can see from just the standard cover A that we get our boys Toka and Razor um, against Bebop and Rocksteady. So uh, that's pretty cool. Our, our sidekicks there. Of course, we know Toka and Razor as the, uh, the, uh, the villains that popped out during Secrets of the Ooze in the second live action movie. You knew that, right? No, I had no idea. Um, But yeah, so once again, I don't get to see the Eastman cover, and I don't get to see the tin copy incentive cover. And I'm just to buy them on sight unseen. Come on, I can't do it. I can't do it. How do I know they don't? Tell you these ten copies always spike. But sometimes they phone stuff in. I don't want to pay premium for that. That's why you listen to comics for fun and profit because we tell you what to do. Yeah. Well, they need to start uh, cracking the whip on these cover artists and getting that stuff out there faster. <laughs> They've only got three weeks to get this thing done. That's right. So. And down yeah. into image books. Oh, we're at um, we got Deep Beyond number one. Oh, that's the second printing. I'm yeah, sorry. second printing of number one, and then uh, several copies of number two. I assume that is a different 
cover for number one, but I cannot I, remember, unfortunately. I think so. Yeah, it looks a little different. And then uh, Carmen number one, which uh, Eric had um, highlighted as well, the Gillum March book. How bad is it when we do not have image for the blank cover? <laughs> it's a blank cover. But, just just put the image up. <laughs> I mean, unless it's, unless it's like, I mean, I guess that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, you're right. It doesn't make. They've any been sense. doing weird things where they're not just a plain black or white cover or anything like that. Ah, oh, cool. Good to see my boy Kyle Higgins with Radiant Black number one going to a second print. So that's very cool. A unique second print. So grab that thing. And oh, I am, I am, I am titillated, my friend. True. Yeah, I Rat know. Queens number twenty-five. I see it. I see it. I know what you're going to. I know what you're going to say. Cover art by Rock Up Church. So legitimately. This cover is the Rack Queens that I fell in love with. That and I miss. And he's that back. I just haven't been getting. He's not on internals. Not on internals, okay. I, but it but somehow he's mended fences there. It's all and, it, enough it for be, that. Yeah. And if you look at the cover B, we have a collage of the art of Owen Gianni, Priscilla, Pietras, Stepan Sejic, and Rock Upchurch. So we have all of our different Rat Queens interpretive artists all on one cover. It's, I believe, all reused art, but still. That's, well, it's the 25th issue, so. Yep. Right? Yep. So, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, they which just. One you, which one would you get? I, I, it's all about rock for me because he's the only Sejic I really love more than anything but the the person in my mind who the art led the book and made it what it was 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 rock from the beginning so just him is what I miss yeah that's awesome if we slide down into um, Spider-Man in, in in Marvel, unless you had anything else up there, nope, we're good. Uh, I'm trying to uh, see if there's another breakout cover, and I really like the Totina Tedesco uh, cover. It's really great. I don't know if it would capture the imagination like 53 or 55 did. Yeah. Okay. Spidey gets a new look. Spidey gets a new look. Spidey gets a new look. Do we have to have this book because Spidey gets a new look? New costume, new job. Is that? I don't know. Is that first appearance of split in half costume going to be a thing here down the road? Is that his new look right there? Uh, yes. I don't think so then. Yeah. So what's the uh, Captain America anniversary? Wow, that Tedesco cover is just actually really good. It's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, I like it too. I'm quite impressed by that actually. Yeah. Mm. 
I'm sorry, you asked me a question before I got sidetracked there. Captain America Anniversary Tribute. It's him celebrating 80 years. So it's it's the 80th anniversary of Captain America, I guess? Yeah. I mean, cover B is your iconic punching a Nazi cover, so you're going to want to grab that. That's the Brooks? Yes, the Mark Brooks cover. It's your OG non-rounded cap shield fighting Nazis and Hitler. Do we want to go into Children of the Atom? Do we care about Children of the Atom? I didn't. I've done. I've done Children of the Atom before. This is a teenage side X Men sidekicks. We may get first appearances here. Are Who these, the heck are these kids? Are these all existing kids from the Xavier School and other books, or are these going to be new kids that get rolled out? Uh, see, that's what I'm getting. Because, like, last time we got Children of the Atom, we got What's-His-Face, who was Wolverine and, Mis- and uh, Mystique's blue Wolverine child. <coughs> but we didn't friggin' do anything with him. That's true. Uh, I mean... Which cover did Eric highlight? <coughs> uh, oh, A. The cover A. Yeah. I mean, I want to say, hey, you might get some first appearances here. Don't don't skip it. But at the same time, I don't, in my heart of hearts, actually care. <laughs> yeah, so we got... Okay, we got... Okay, so we... Uh, click on the cover B, with, or the Chang variant with me. Okay? You there? No, I just clicked on it. It is... Oh, yes. Okay, so we have parents at the top. Is that... Ro- Who's the, the leftmost top? I don't know. Alright, thanks for nothing. Alright, the second one that I is... Know, I don't uh, know X... I don't know X people that well. Is Nightcrawler. Cyclops. The middle Cyclops. Um, the far Gambit's right... Over Gambit's over there on the right. Garrett, Gambit's daughter there. That might be Colossus, the second to the right. Yeah, I think it's Rogue off to the left. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to pick one up. I've just convinced myself that I have to. Uh, which one? I like that B because it shows the parents and the kids. I think that's going to be uh, that. It's $40. Oh, that's that one. Screw that. Just cover right then. <laughs> yeah, okay. Nope. And then and then the... Uh, the, the the knock variant also has them with parents and stuff in it. Okay. Yeah, the the knock is independently orderable. It's ninety. It's two ninety nine. Yeah, an angel is the the parent on the one. So that's pretty. That's a pretty good cover. That knock. That crawler's son's a douche. <laughs> tell by looking already. Deadpool nerdy thirty. We talked about that one. Um. I think you have to get the Liefeld covered just because it's Liefeld. There's a Star Wars uh, the, with the. There's also a uh, Empire Strikes Back cover that's not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Chris Sprouse kind of mailed that one in. 
Leia Organa and Kes Dameron share stories of their lost loves. Learn how Poe Dameron's parents met. Learn the real reason Han Solo is so important to the Rebellion. Charles Soule, you're writing kind of generic. I don't That's Star Wars that. 12? Yep. Oh, wow. And we are not seeing the U variant. So we're not seeing the $40 version. Thor and Loki Double Trouble number one. It's a four-issue miniseries. It is uh, younger, for younger readers. All right. That's it for Marvel. Yep. Down into Boom. We talked about Proctor Valley Road. And it's the second Spectre Inspectors. A former... Well, did, wait, hold on. Let me let me let me catch you with this. Uh, did you read uh, Proctor Valley Road number? Uh, I was reading on this. Perfect for fans of Paper Girls and Die. Yeah, I don't see those two crossing any kind of Venn diagram. But nope, never once. Whatever, because you know what a combination of Paper Girls and Die is. It's Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they just, they just not want to say it's like Stranger Things? In a doubt. And that's all I got. Other than these darn cold attract Draculas. Because, yeah, there's that cover A that we talked about already from previous So is it, is it offered two, two weeks in a row? Might be. Oh, man. Gives you a chance not to... One, like, one of them has a, a 2020 order code. Which is yeah, weird. Yeah. I don't know if this thing got pushed or what happened. In shops March 31st. All right. So, that's I mean, been on we we like both these covers. Yeah, we do. Of, of called, yeah. So that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. And did you say I'm ordering you um something? What was it? Did you oh, want me to order you one? Children of the Atom? Yeah, Children oh. of the Atom, whether I want that or not. Okay, you're not sure. Okay. All right, now we go to uh, cover price. Yeah, we're going to head over and look at our cover price top 10, and let's start with our number 10. War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, number one from 2019. Went into this with more detail and some week in review. However, the short version is this. A, at a recent press announcement for Disney Plus Singapore, a comment was made towards Kevin Feige that it was high time we get a Southeast Asian Marvel superhero on Disney Plus. Mr. Feige was quoted with the reply, I think it is, and I think you won't have to wait that very long at all. We've announced a number of shows, and we've got more in the works. This news sent speculators racing to Google to search to search. Southeast Asian Marvel characters and found this series despite most characters being from China and Korea. It moved 37 copies and had a, a high sale for a CGC 9.8 of almost $200 based on absolutely nothing. Well, didn't they announced Shang-Chi, right? That's a series. Know. That's a that's a plus series, I think. Mm. Isn't it? I think I have this Agents of Atlas sitting somewhere. Do you? I think so. Uh, I don't know. Because it had silk in it. Anyways. 
At rank 9, we have Black Panther Worlds of Wakanda number 1, the uh, Natasha Bustos 50th Anniversary variant. Deadline reported this week that Black Panther Helmer Ryan Coogler stakes his proximity media banner to five-year exclusive Disney television deal Wakanda series in the works for Disney+. This news has spread like wildfire among speculators, with many Wakanda-related storylines and characters seeing increases in price. While there weren't any listed, collectors jumped all over this variant and moved 10 copies. CDC 9.6, almost 80 bucks. At rank 8, we have Amazing Spider-Man 55. Pat Gleason announced another version of this cover. This time it's blue. This caused a short spike of interest for the first cover, moving 74 copies. 150 bucks for that 9.8 still. At rank 7, Mighty Thor 459 from 1993. Recent set leaks have shown Christopher Hemsworth is sure Thor in an outfit, which is kind of a vest similar to that of Thunderstrike. Now in the MCU, Thor hasn't really had an Earth alter ego. Thunderstrike's origin is a little more detailed than we'll go into but here, but the alter ego Thunderstrike was Eric Masterson, not Donald Blake. <laughs> Eric's first appearance in Thor 391. Since Marvel did away with the alter egos, Eric's role in this film is non-existent. So collectors jumped straight to Thor 459, which is the first appearance of Thunderstrike. Keep in mind, this cinematic connection will most likely only be via this outfit. Even more specifically, it's probably just the friggin' vest. So there you go. Vest speculation. 17 copies moved, up 524%, 30 bucks for a raw. At rank 6, we have Luna number 1, the Jenny Frizen Virgin 1 and 25 variant from the Boom Studios that just came out. Um, Jenny Frizen has some dedicated fans, deservedly so. Her work is absolutely gorgeous. But her work on low print run and hard to find series, then you have some market heat, moving 18 copies, 30 bucks for a raw already. Of course, you will, you will immediately point out that a 1 in 25 will probably have cost you 30 bucks. <laughs> I, I have po pointed that out a lot, didn't I? Uh, at rank 5, we have the Forever Maps, number 1, from 2019 Scout Comics. Scout's recent press release announced Scout Comics Entertainment is proud to announce the Forever Maps by Michael Legacy and Todor Hrishnov. In this development as a feature film with Josh Campbell and Matthew Steichen from 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, Matthew Gold, uh, too many names I do not care to talk about. Yes. Um, 29 copies, 29 bucks for a raw. At rank four, Immortal Hulk 43, the Declan Shaw v. Marvel vs. Alien. Uh, Immortal Hulk 43 took over our top ten due to some controversy over anti-Semitic imagery. In one panel, Joe Fixit is in a jewelry store, and the window behind him, a poor depiction of the Star of David and the store named Jewelry in reverse. Artist Joe Bennett publicly apologized and stated he simply misspelled the store name. Regardless, this caused an uproar for seeing Marvel to offer an optional recall where stores could exchange these for corrected versions. Also notable is that all future reprintings will replace the panel with edited versions. This sent collectors racing to online stores to buy up copies, driving up both price and demand, moving 68 copies, high sale of $35 for a raw. However, the market is flooded with copies, and prices have already come back down to 15 What do you think of an optional recall, Drew? 
Optional recall means uh, nobody's going to send them back. Nobody, yeah, zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. Um, same thing at rank three. We have Immortal Hulk forty three. The standard version. All covers of this are moving because all of these have the same internals. At rank two, Black Panther: World of Wakanda number one for twenty sixteen. As noted, Disney is developing a Wakanda series. Collectors immediately ran to the series as a reactive response to the new announcement. Bunch of key characters to focus on. With a view in this issue, uh, for now, take your time and pick up cheap Black Panther books for a dollar and back issue binge, because you'd never friggin' know. Uh, but this <laughs> World, of, World of Wakanda number one for 2016 moved 65 copies and a high of 38.40 for all. Looks like my uh, bet on Shuri number one from back in the day is finally paying off. Uh, yep. And at rank one, Immortal Hulk 43, Joe Bennett homage. Again, all these covers going crazy. Um, it's still above 20 bucks, and at one point you were getting almost 72 bucks for that. It's crazy. That is crazy. At rank 11, we have Star Wars The High Republic number two, the Ashley Witter one in 25. Um, it is going for 345 for a CGC 98. Um, uh, the current market trend is around 60 bucks for a raw. Um, Amazing Spider Man 257, first appearance of Ned as uh, the Hobgoblin. This book is trending due to unconfirmed rumors that Ned will be in the Hobgoblin and Spider-Man 3. Um, uh, rank 13, we have Star Wars High Republic number 1, the Noto second printing, with second issue out now. This first issue continues to sell well. Uh, 32 for a raw. That's not bad. Mm -mm. That was kind of a, it was an easy slam dunk sneak peek, wasn't it? Uh, Star Wars High Republic number one. Uh, this is running out of things to say. We'll quote Patrick Swayze from Dose with Ditto. Uh, continuing to sell well at a high sale of 80 bucks for CGC 9.8. At rank 15, we have Batman 96. Uh, this is trending due to speculation that Red X may be Clown Hunter, who first appeared in this issue. Uh, rank 16, we have Star Wars The High Republic. Number one, the Stephanie Hahn, still selling well. Uh, this sold $150 for a CGC 98. Uh, 17, at rank 17, we have Future State Teen Titans number one. This is the first appearance of Red X. Sold 34 copies and had a high sale of $30 for a raw copy. Uh, at 18, the Electric Black number one from Scout, another Scout book that made the spot made the hot spot last week as well this is a high sale of $30 for a raw at rank 19 we have Batman 96 another clown hunter this was the one in 25 and this is selling for 400 bucks for a CGC Dang. and at rank 20 Black Panther number one from 1998 uh, with the Wakanda series Wakanda series in development. This is the first appearance of Okoye, Zuri, Nami, and Dora Majay, Malage. It sold 23 copies and a high sale of $24 for a raw copy. That's definitely one to seek out. Yeah, I mean, multiple first appearances. You definitely want that. Now we, we're looking, we've been looking into the future. We've been looking at the past and what's hot. Now let's look at what's coming out this week. There we go. We're heading over to LunarDistributions.com. We're going to find our February 16th releases and start with a bunch of Batman Catwoman number three. 
Yeah, the great covers too. Yeah, the, very good. The covers. Jim Lee cover is great. The Clay Mann's great. I really like the Travis Charest cover. I mean, they're all really nice. Future State. Um, these second printings are cool. Um, if you're going to do it, do them all. Yeah, a lot of cool uh, character sketch covers. They're really nice. Yeah, I like the Future State Robin Eternal number one second print with the yellow Robin cover. That's pretty cool. How about the Nicola Scott Cardstock Nightwing number two B? That's you not gotta bad. Like that. That's you gotta not like a that. bad cover at all. I really like that. Yeah. We're a little too zoomed in, but other than that, really good. It's pretty nice. And then we have Hellblazers. Oh, that's a trade paperback. Okay. Future State Next Batman number four. The Jim Lee cardstock on that's really good. That reminds me a lot of the uh, the Jim Lee stuff from the Batman versus Superman stuff. And we have your hush run. Truth and Justice number one. Jeffrey Thome doing the writing. It's a new anthology series. Uh, Vixen's taking the center stage. Um, but hopefully we're going to get a lot of different characters in and out of it. It's pretty cool. We'll see how that goes. Eh, that's pretty much all I had from DC. Yeah, not much there either. So we will head over to previewsworld.com and see what we can find from some of our of other people that aren't DC. Okay, Murray, Super Mary McCabe we've had before. That's so why I was just double checking things. We had, yeah, we yeah, had a bunch of her before. I'm really enjoying uh, not only Stillwater uh, by Zdarsky, but I just I just read the Walking Dead Deluxe number eight, eight and that was um, you know it's been a long time since I've read those. So mm-hmm. this you know this was the first time we saw winter. And how winter affects zombies and slows them down. Yep. That was a cool concept. And then we found our first um, gated community, which uh-huh. uh, it had the um, the dead inside don't enter on the yeah. gated community, which was the inspiration for the beginning of the, the pilot episode as well. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's, it's had some really fun stuff for me to revisit and kind of examine with a, after having already read everything and then kind of like second guessing all this stuff. There you go. Um, but it, it's been fun. So I'm looking forward to nine. Can't wait. Into Dark Horse, we have the Stranger Things, Dungeons and Dragons. Of course, the coolest thing being the cover D, which is the, uh, homage to the Dungeon Master's guidebooks and stuff. Uh, I think anybody's interested in Young Hellboy. If you're a Hellboy person, probably. If you're not, ri- this ain't the place to jump on. It's written by Mike Mignola. Yep. If anybody so, knows Hellboy, it's him. Yeah. So there's some pedigree there. There you go. And in IDW, we have the last Ronin number two of this five issue series. So that's pretty cool. From Marvel, I'm excited about that. Uh, Black Knight facsimile? No, not really. <laughs> what is that from? What is the deal there? Remind me. Why is why is this a big deal? Um, why are we doing? King we Arthur. Doing? No, no. I, I don't. Oh, because Stan Lee wrote it. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
That's why. I really like the Captain America 27 Marvel versus Alien variant of Cap versus the Xenomorph. Are we getting close to getting through these King and Blacks? Is it just about done? <laughs> yeah, we're about out of it. <laughs> There's our third, our second print of the King and, ba- King and Black Gwenham versus Carnage. We talked about this during the FOC. Um, it's kind of the companion piece to the uh, 1 in 10 or whatever it was from this uh, Gwenham versus Carnage that had uh, Gwen in a very similar pose to what we have here. Oh. Man, I am sure something's going to happen in uh, Thor pretty soon. I just I got a feeling. Yeah, you you really like that Miles Morales 23 cover A of the punch in the face. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really cool. And yeah. then if there's any character you're going to do the Black History Month variant, it's that same Miles Morales 23, that cover B. Yeah. X-Men Legends, sorry. Don't care. Yeah, nothing in... Nothing in Dynamite either. Yep. We got uh, issue 16 of Once in the Future, which was a really good series. I just got oh, yeah. so far behind on it. So far behind, I don't know if I can catch up. I'm just like take a, a trade break, I think. There you go. Down in Black. the other publishers, we've got Belladonna with three fifty shade covers. Yeah, 50 bucks a piece or 40 bucks a piece. And yeah, we're not going to show you any of them. <laughs> At, from Scout Comics, we have Black Cotton number one. Uh, Patrick Foreman and Brian Hawkins writing this one. Set in an alternate reality where the social order of white and black is reversed. An elitist family, the Cottons, are rocked by a tragic shooting that begins to unravel long-standing family secrets that could not only destroy the family but also divide the fragile social climate of the world. Yeah, it looks really good. I'm excited about that one. Yeah, And then we've got Black Friday... Uh, from Scout, so we've got a vault and a Scout, very similar titling. And um, their Black Caravan imprint. Oh, uh, what does Scout. that mean? I uh, don't know. Okay. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's related to John Clark or Travis Williamson being involved. Yeah, that's what I wasn't sure. Um, uh, let's see. Black Friday is the biggest shopping day of the year. Millions of Americans pack the aisles of retail outlets all over the country battling for the best bargains. While an unlucky cleanup crew deals with the aftermath of the latest friendly, they discover that years of pent-up negative energy has released something evil and dark into the superstore. We have Hollow Heart, number one, from uh, Vault Comics. Paul Allor and Paul Tucker on this one. L-E-L. Used to be human. Now he's a jumble of organs in a bio suit. L is also a tremendous pain and, and has been as in tremendous pain and has been for a very long time. Hope arrives in the form of Mateo, a mechanic brought to his, brought into work on L's suit. Mateo sees LK in a way no one ever has, and and what's more, Mateo offers L an escape. Yeah, uh, the one on the stuff, plenty of covers there. Thirty, a thirty copy incentive and a fifteen copy incentive as well. Yeah, it seems. Wow. I mean, okay. You can do what you want, but that's crazy. A lot of Fifty Shades covers for yeah, a lot that's of the, uh, the theme for for all the cheese the cheesecake stuff. And forty bucks a, a pop. Drew from Valiant Comics. We have Savage Number One. Um, Max Bemis writing these from yes. the, uh, 
from the mad minds of international superstar Max Bemis and powerhouse artist Nathan Stockman comes the craziest action book of 2021. Teenage heartthrob, feral social icon, dinosaur hunter. Born and raised in an in an uncharted island full of prehistoric dangers, Kevin Savage. I think it's probably Savage, but I'm going to call him Savage. Has a taste of home <laughs> when a mutant dino threat invades England. So we've got a British Turok that dinosaur hunter meets meets uh, Tarzan. Yeah, I'm down. Looks good. Serial number one going to a second print, a very similar uh, to the first cover A. I think it's pretty much the same. There may be some difference in blood. I don't know. Uh, Steambound number one is a book that's not opening for me for some reason. Uh, Behemoth Comics. Um, this is written by Giuseppe Andreozzi with art by Lorenzo DeSanto. From Aftershock Comics, uh, Shadow Doctor number one, Peter Calloway, uh, George uh, Gentry. Years in the making, uh, this is the true story of writer Peter Calloway's grandfather, Nathaniel Calloway, a black man who graduated from medical school in the early 1930s, unable to get work in any Chicago hospital because he was black and unable to secure a loan from a bank to start his own practice because he was black. He turned to another source of money in Prohibition-era Chicago, the Mafia, run by none other than Al Capone. And from Red 5 Comics, we have White Lily number 1 by Preston Poulter and Lavelle Davis, and it is a world... World War Two flying uh, book with a female pilot. Mm. All right, Drew, this point of podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's the one thing to make sure you run out into and grab because it's going to be worth all kinds of money and we're going to be seeing it on the hot 10 and the cover prices here in weeks to come. Well, one of the, one of the genre niches that I like is alternative history. Uh, takes uh, alternative reality takes. I think those those are always cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with Black Cotton number one um, from Walter Scott Scout. I got confused. Yeah, uh, it, uh, Scout Scout. Interesting. I don't know if serial number one second print will be that sought after or not. That one. Did I take yours? Was that was no? That yours that I was had? looking at the other. Oddly enough, we were both looking at uh, African American history things, and I forgot the one about the uh, Chicago police officer from Aftershock. I looked at that one and really thought of it, but I just lost which one it is right after reading it. Was that down? One of the last ones we went over? Yeah. It was right over here. Was it Shadow Doctor? That sounds right. Oh, because it's a true story of Peter Peter Calloway's grandfather? Yep. Yep. Yep, there it is. Sorry, I missed it. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go with that as well. So you and I are doing our Black History Month good service here. That's um, kind of weird really the way that worked here, out. So. Say what? That's weird the way that worked out. It's like perfect. 
Yeah, because I actually, uh, I'm, I'm a big Aftershock guy, and this book actually popped when we were talking about it on uh, FOC. I thought it looked really cool, and I kind of like, based on a true story, you don't see a lot of comic books based on uh, my grandfather kind of thing, so I always thought that was pretty neat. So I'm gonna Yeah, I, thought, I did that like one. that. I remember that. we Was that during uh, FOC, or, yeah, I think it was during FOC we saw that. We were like, wow, that is really cool, unique. Yeah. Excited about that, too. So, we thank you for just hanging along with us through the end of our podcast. Stick along with myself and Drew as we go through our sneak peeks and all of our hot comics, all the cool things going around. Um, follow us, find us on our socials, our Twitters, our Facebooks, our Instagrams, um, all those fun stuff. And of course, Patreon.com. Uh, comics for Fun and Profit. We thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See ya. <laughs>